0: Welcome to the Creative Career Starter Podcast. So glad to have you with us. Today's podcast will be a little different. When I met Samson Rapp, he was looking to develop and advance specific illustration skills, and then come up with a plan to promote himself to companies that he admires and aspires to. He wants to be a concept artist and illustrator in the gaming industry. He graduated this May with a degree in studio art, and in his heart, he knew what he wanted to do, but just wasn't quite sure how to get on this path. He is a talented and driven young creative person. He had some very foundational paintings and drawings in his portfolio, but it needed a bit of focus, and his skill level needed to move to the next level to achieve his dream of a career in concept art. So he's been working very hard these past few months to sharpen his skills and develop his portfolio so that he can start approaching game companies with real confidence. We laid out a plan, and he is killing it. In a cool and timely twist Adam Hawk Design Limited was having its annual art competition and we decided to focus his project work in pursuit of the contest where the winners have historically secured a position at Adam Hawk. It gave him just under two months to submit to the contest as well as build up his portfolio. A very ambitious plan but Samson was up for it and he delivered and the work he submitted was a real testament to his focus and discipline these past few months and this particular competition is not the end goal. It's just the first of many challenges for a young art school grad who is up for an adventure, whether he's living it or creating it. I will include a link to Samson's work in the show notes. And if you are a young creative person dreaming of a career in concept art or illustration, then have a listen to young Samson rap. Talk for a second about yourself. What, what made you decide to go to school for art and illustration?
1: Well, I've always been passionate about storytelling. I've always been kind of the most imaginative person in the room. I love making games. I love making artwork, uh, writing, things like that. Uh, And I definitely want to put these skills to work. You know, do what you love. You'll never work a day in your life. Uh, If you're good at something, don't do it for free. All those Mm. cliches. Uh, But I've always been excited about it. I, I play video games. I watch movies. I see, you know, the latest stuff that comes out. It looks amazing. And I want to be one of the people who works on that. I want to be one of them, as in, you know, they're coming out with a new Star Wars. They are doing this. I want to be behind the scenes.
0: Did you know where you were headed while you were in school?
1: Um, I think so. Yeah, uh, everybody else certainly did. I've always been uh, passionate about art, obviously. I find myself uh, drawing in class to stay concentrated. It's kind of my default. So I think the reason that I chose uh, to go to college for it was because my parents actually chose that for me, but um, uh, I really did want to get better skill set, uh, enter a more professional environment with these skills instead of just trying to break in independently. Um, I know so many people that do it as a hobby or they do it as kind of something secondary to their job or secondary to their career, but I wanted to build a career out of my talent.
0: So what was your mindset when you graduated from college as it relates to your prospects for this career of yours?
1: Well. I had originally planned to go to graduate school afterward and narrow down my uh, my focus into the art world, uh, maybe focus a little more on game art. But um, now that I've graduated, I understand that um, school can only do so much for you. School is amazing, but the best way to learn about the industry is to work in the industry, get a job. uh, And that's where I wanted to move forward. Now, I know you taught one of my illustration classes. Uh, You'd come in and um, talked about your business spots and articles that you'd done in magazines um, and had like a little competition that day. So we'd met once before, but then almost at once, uh, Dave Coles, who had been teaching that class, and my uncle Brian, who both know you, both recommended your podcast, this podcast, on the same week. I said, okay, (laughs) I got to meet this guy. I started listening to your podcast. I thought, wow, yeah. Um, I gotta jump on this. This guy definitely knows what he's doing.
0: I'm glad you did, this has been, uh, it's been a really fun summer working with you and watching you absolutely blossom with your hard work. So what were your what were your primary concerns when you graduated? Uh,
1: well, my first primary concern was uh, COVID-19, you know, how am I gonna right. get a job, how am I gonna, um, I've been getting so used to the mindset of making an in-person impression Connecting with people face to face, obviously that's not as much of an option anymore. So um, getting onto social media is something that I'd never really gotten into. I'd always been more of a hands-on kind of in, you know, in the flesh. Uh, all of my training is in traditional art, uh, so painting, drawing from life, things like that. Um, so the transition for the transition into digital, both professionally and um, uh, technically uh was my biggest concern and that's something that you helped me with
0: it's a whole different ballgame isn't it from sitting doing self-directed work um as a college student to all of a sudden doing intentional work that has to get the attention of people who do this and do it at a very high level
1: Mm -hmm.
0: how are you feeling about your portfolio when you get out of school
1: um feeling about my portfolio i was pretty excited uh i found a job prospect and they'd given portfolio requirements so uh that last semester before you know everybody had to go home i was working on this portfolio as part of my curriculum uh through an independent study and that was exciting but when right around the time i graduated i realized you know i still got i've still got some work to do i've still got a ways to go there's still a lot of skills that i need to learn if i'm going to really get some attention.
0: I remember when uh, we first discussed working together and I looked at your book and I could see immediately that you had that spark, you had great ideas and you had a nice range of work. It seemed to me at first glance that you just needed some really focused, intense work around this portfolio of yours to get it tailored specifically to the gaming industry as opposed to, you know, looking like a fine arts portfolio.
1: Yeah, I think one one of the things you mentioned during our very first meeting was consistency—that you want to see a consistent style from piece to piece instead of jumping around. Uh, I think that uh, one of my biggest accomplishments is moving towards that consistent style, finding my own voice uh, in digital art, uh, like I have with my paintings, and that's been uh, really a really good journey for me.
0: Good. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. The 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 samplings in your portfolio back in was it May or early June Um, compared to now what I'm seeing is this wonderfully strong body of work and I'll tell you we did have the benefit of you uh, identifying a competition at um, Adam Hawk Studios talk about that a little bit
1: well I can't decide if that couldn't have come at a better time or a worse time (laughs) because I've had my my eye on Adam Hawk for a couple months uh, and they have this annual contest and so They just brought attention from all over the world, from all over social media. They said, you know, here we are, come apply to this job, Uh, all are welcome. So this thing that I'd found, that I discovered on ArtStation that uh, it seemed like no one had ever heard of, that seemed like a perfect fit for me, is also a perfect fit for so many other hundreds of artists. So yeah, I jumped on that competition right away. I told you about it. Um, I focused a lot of my time and energy and I really grew my skills working on that competition at the same time. Even just from looking at their, from their Instagram page, I could see that there are career artists who know these programs so much better than I do who have been working in this industry. They know so much more about you know how to really make it shine. It was uh, very exciting, very invigorating, but at the same time very frightening. and I, I got a little discouraged. I thought, okay, these people are, are years ahead of where I am now. I really got to step it up. Uh, so that was a, a very exciting and stressful month, but it, it felt like more than that. I, I grew so much during that time; it was crazy. You
0: did, and I think it's it's akin to stepping on a basketball court with really good players. You first, mm-hmm. you look at these guys and you think, "Oh, shit, I'm gonna get my ass kicked here." And then you realize, if you if you go hard, you you can compete. And and you're, I think, the pressure of that and the demands of that deadline, which was just last week. I think drove you to really take this summer seriously. I think unlike a lot of young creative people that I've spoken with during this pandemic who have either gone fetal or just are so frustrated and, and nervous about it, you just dove in, man. And I, I love that. I love your attitude around this. And that is what tells me you will make it in this business.
1: Yeah, it was definitely a big change of pace for me. It's uh, you know, I've always drawn for comfort or to, to boost my own ego. But uh, now doing it to really build a career for myself to find a professional presence and, and really start making my living on it. That's a huge jump.
0: I agree with you about the competition being a curse and a blessing. Because it uh-huh. was it was too soon in this process but it forced you to see what the competition is doing and where the level of your work has to be to be taken seriously here.
1: Yeah, I think from, from looking at these other artists and these other submissions, you can definitely see what works and what doesn't, uh, the strategies. Uh, one of the things that they asked for, which I thought was genius, is they want to see your process. You want They want to see where you started and how you got to your finished product. They didn't just want to see the final piece, which I think is it, it's... Uh, smart when you're looking for potential hires it's also smart when you're it's smart to someone like me who can see how these people do what they do and learn from that
0: yeah it's great and i think they put a premium on concept i mean there's a reason they call it concept artists you can't just mm-hmm. be a renderer you got to have the ideas
1: yeah and that's definitely where I'm strongest uh which you've pointed out and which i have uh, really come to value
0: so I will put a link in the show notes uh, to your website, which we are now proud of as it keeps continuing to develop with fabulous work. Um, so in that respect, let's talk a little bit about technology, because for so many young designers and illustrators just out of school, the Adobe suite's a little bit rich. It's a little expensive. Talk about how uh, how we solved that problem for you this summer.
1: Uh, I started working with Procreate, which is a $10 app on the iPad. I'm not a huge fan of Apple, but this uh, has many of the tools that, that Photoshop does. It's got a very friendly interface, uh, very easy to work on a mobile device, which I found was very cool. It's quicker than the other stuff that I've worked with. I've worked with a lot. Uh, I'd, I'd say cheaper. They're about the same price, but they, uh, the technology is, is not as advanced as one of these programs. And that was pretty cool for me because I'd learned that, you know, the more time you spend with something, like learning a language, the easier that it becomes. So within a week, uh, I had this program that was totally alien to me. I had it down. I was learning all the important stuff and I was producing good work, uh, stuff that I'd, I'd never thought I could.
0: I was amazed at the quality of the work that you developed so quickly on some of those pieces. I'm not particularly um, adept. I'm, I'm an Adobe Illustrator guy but I can see the potential in Procreate. And a lot of my students that I teach in college um, have have moved to this and really embraced it. And when I see what you do with it, it's a pretty exciting platform.
1: It is, yeah. And it's got me excited to work with other programs as well. Uh, one of the most encouraging things you've said to me is that as long as the passion is there, you can learn any software you need to. You can, you can fit yourself into any hole because uh, you're doing what you love.
0: That's right. And I think when someone looks at your portfolio, they are going to see, the concept and the execution, the drive, they can train you to use anything. They can teach you to use Blender. You can get trained on Photoshop and Illustrator. You are bright enough to learn anything, but you can't teach what you have. And I think that's an important lesson for people to understand that what people are hiring and bringing in is what's from the shoulders up.
1: Yeah, that's that's very fine to hear, but I'm not gonna go getting a big head about it.
0: (laughs) So what advice would you have for other young creatives who find themselves in your position when you get out of school?
1: Um, don't give up. I guess take yourself seriously. I think I've had the benefit of finding you, Chris, and you, um, you're you someone that definitely sees my potential, someone that really believes in me, uh, and that's invaluable. Um, I think that as uh, as a designer yourself, as an illustrator, and as a teacher, you understand my, my process, you understand my skill in a way that not many other people do, um, and I... I am endlessly grateful for that, but uh, you have also encouraged me to believe in myself, to really take myself seriously, to put the work in, to, you know, go at it from, even though some of the stuff you work on is, is some of the stuff that I work on uh, in like fantasy art, very imaginative things. It is a job. It is a career. It's something to take seriously. It's a livelihood.
0: It is. And people think we're crazy going into this. I remember when I Left the agency world and went into illustration, people thought I was nuts. But to your earlier point, I haven't worked a day in twenty years. I've been an illustrator. I mean it's hard work. There's no doubt about that. But I love it so much that it it I get excited about coming to work.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's anything better than working hard at work worth doing.
0: Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. All right. Uh, Anything else you want to add, Samson?
1: You mentioned what got me interested in game art specifically, Mm -hmm. and that was uh, a specific concept artist and illustrator named Adam Adamowicz, who worked at Bethesda Studios on a very famous game called Skyrim uh, and then passed away right after it came out. But um, so back, back in high school, I was deciding, you know, where I wanted to take this artistic passion. Uh, I just started playing this game. I loved it, watched a couple documentaries about it. You know, how, how did they make this thing? How did they, you know, jump so far ahead? Uh, it was because of this guy, this, this very imaginative individual who made these, you know, 2D pieces just by hand with pen and ink and uh, translated it into this new medium. I thought that was splendid.
0: And you know, I found especially interesting here as we worked through your style and your development this summer was the influences that we brought to play. Like Frank Frazetta and Maxfield Parrish and how cool it was to see the influences of those artists that have been around forever show up on some of your pieces.
1: Yeah, I think that's um, that's the mistake that I've seen a lot of people make is they only want to focus on what's brand new what's popular right now, instead of these, you know, these trends that have lasted for centuries and, you know, gone through civilizations worth of stuff. And, um, so these, these artists Frazetta, Parrish, they're inspired by, you know, really older artwork, like stuff that goes back to, you know, the thousand or so years BC. It's, um, you know, I really got to get my art history knowledge into play. I got to my pop, my pop culture knowledge. Uh, it turns out college was actually worth it. I'm
0: so <laughs> well, even, even your submission piece for the competition was based on a painting by Raphael.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, School of Athens, which oh, I man. thought was, I just, uh, as I was working on one of the early drafts, I thought, hey, this is like one of those paintings by Raphael. If only I could do something that's that good. And then I tried it and then it worked.
0: And you nailed it. Samson, what a what a pleasure working with you this summer. We're going to continue to working, and uh, I'll I'll let my listeners know what happens with this competition. When are you supposed to find out?
1: Uh, they say they're putting out their uh, their results on the twenty fifth, uh, which is coming up. So awesome. I'm excited. Even awesome. if I don't win, it was an amazing opportunity. It was um, it was great to grow my skills, and I'm excited to keep going, find other competitions like this. You know, join the rat race.
0: So where can people find you on Instagram?
1: Instagram uh, sketchbook underscore 22 and uh, that's all of my sketchbook work plus the digital stuff that I've been working on with you this summer. Uh, You can find me at lionheartart.artstation.com and that's where I've got my, my book, my portfolio.
0: Awesome. Samson, thanks for taking the time to talk to us this afternoon.
1: Okay, thank you, Chris. You bet. Always a pleasure.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to the Creative Career Starter Podcast. If you are looking to strengthen and focus your portfolio, or if you feel your illustration or design skills need a kick in the pants, send me a note to chris at creativecareerstarter.com. I'd love to help you get on a path to a career you'll love. Thanks for listening. See you next time.